This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Today I'm speaking to Paul Levy from the Leighton Orient podcast, Orient Outlook, about Blackpool's new signing, Marvin Ekpatata. I think I've got that right. I'm sure Paul will correct me there. Um, just just like to say, Paul, thanks a lot for coming on and giving up your time to come on and talk about Marvin. You can say his surname again. No problem. Yeah, thanks for having me. You got it spot on. It is Ekpateta. Ekpateta. Um, I, did, yeah. I did notice in his wiki that he's got um, quite a lot of middle names as well. It's uh, And what, one of them's a, an odd English name. Uh, not an odd English name. It's like an English name mixed in with a lot of... Um, I don't know, are they Nigerian sounding names? Is that his, is that his yeah, heritage? I think, I think so. I think so. Um, he's also, he's also one of a number of, of siblings, I think. And his other sibling is Marvel, Ekpateta, <laughs> who plays at Newport County. Marvellous. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. So we've, we've just signed another player from, uh, Swindon, and he's he's similar of um, like a Nigerian heritage, and he's got this mixed bag of Nigerian names, and then he's mm. like a, a random English name in the middle, and it's Stuart. So it's uh, okay. <laughs> it's quite funny. Who have you just signed? Uh, he's called uh, Keshi Anderson from oh. Swindon, Swindon Town. So yeah, he's supposed to be half decent. Good signing. Yeah, it's good. It's, good signing. It's, it's 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 really out of the ordinary for Blackpool to doing business this early because um, we're used to the Oysters. We'll go on about that in a minute. What they used to do with their signings was just wait until three days till the season starts, and then just get all the desperate players, and it's all the um, the kind of dead wood. No one else wants his mercenaries, yeah. yeah. So it's it, it worked once, but it's just great to see us doing this this business early, anyway. But um, yeah, we're not to talk about Blackpool; we're to talk about Orient. So um, just to kick off, Paul, how are things at Leighton Orient now? Um, Francesco Bachetti has gone. Um, hey, it's mm-hmm. good to see you back in the league. You know, our, our paths crossed twice. The the final game of the season when you got relegated, which is quite sad. First time you've ever dropped into the non-league, I believe. And there was also the the, pro- yeah. the protest, the joint protest between the Knights and your fans group and the 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 ceremonial burning on the beds of Carl Oyston and Bachetti. So it was, a, it was kind of... Off. His name's Kent Teague and he's the principal investor. 
and um, and and it's been fantastic ever since. We've run properly. The club communicates clearly and properly. Um, they have the fans' best interests at heart. We've got a CEO in Danny Macklin that is very revenue-driven, um, is very fan experience driven who's very driven to making this club successful you know we're the second oldest club in London we're right in the heart of East London there's a massive community a lot of chimney pots on our doorstep obviously we've got West Ham just across the way um, in the Olympic Stadium which we protested about at the time that they were given that and everyone said oh shut up Leighton Orient you're just a little nothing club but actually now people are seeing that oh the deal that they've got is not in the taxpayers best interest and I won't go into that that's another story for another day but you know we've got them on our doorstep and a, a very heavy local support for Tottenham and Arsenal uh, obviously Man U and Liverpool from from those sort of London based people but you know ostensibly West Ham Tottenham and Arsenal we're kind of in that mixing pot of, of, of fans and a lot of our fans live in Essex uh, and there's a, it's a very West Ham centric area. I'd say it's very it's very similar to the smaller northwest clubs like Blackpool and we're like a medium sized club really. But we a lot of our fans, or a lot of people in in the northwest and the Foul Coast and Blackpool area, they, they all get sucked. They suck out all the fans to the the big clubs like Liverpool, City, United. So there's um, I can see sort of a, a, a to use a wank word a synergy between. Our two clubs, similar sizes, and yeah. yeah. When I yeah, was when absolutely. I was when I was brought up, um, I was pretty much the only Blackpool fan in my in my year. Two or three of us probably in the entire school, and you get laughed at for supporting your hometown yeah, team. So yeah, it's it's probably something similar yeah, where you same. are. All those glory hunters that never went to watch their clubs play because mm. they couldn't afford to, couldn't get a ticket, whatever. I was going to watch real football yeah. played on grass in, yeah. in, in, in a proper stadium with proper rival fans that occasionally like to throw things so <laughs> yeah. um, it was it, it, you know it, it's, it's proper were you, were, were you ever in the um, the League 2 playoff final when we played you at the Millennium Stadium yes. were you there were you I wasn't I wasn't at the Millennium Stadium I watched it on telly because yeah. I had to work so unfortunately I couldn't watch it but yeah I, I remember that we, I think you scored after thirty seconds. It was a, a mistake by you our goal. Won though, right? For, was it four two in the end? I think we went four oh, two. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's Scott Howton. Remember okay. him? What was it? Is that his name? He had blonde hair. Yeah. So we, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was a was a good day for us anyway, not for you. So yeah, no, it's great. So it's, it's great to see you kind of back on your feet and everything and uh, hope you likewise hope you get back up there. Yeah. Likewise. I mean, we're we're both back on our feet now. and We've both by the sounds of it got. Good owners, good local good owners. owners, and yeah, they're, they're putting the fan base at heart. So I think it's, it's, I think it's fundamental to a club's success to have someone at the top that running the club that is a fan of the club. I know that's not always feasible and possible, but someone that has that connection to the club will always see it done right. With where you look at Wigan now, what's what's happened there? I mean, under Dave Whelan, they were a great run club, and look at the state of it now. It's yeah, so yeah. Absolutely, and and Charlton until recently. Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. You know, they've had two owners in the space of two years. Uh, this space of uh, what six months, nine months, the same as Wigan. So there's a lot of it. There's a lot of naughtiness going on. But but we're very lucky, and I count my blessings. You know, we were within a hair's breadth from being shut down and yeah. and not being in existence. It was that bad. Was it really? Uh, was it that close? Yeah. 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 No, it was literally, you can see how close my fingers yeah. are pinching. Yeah. We were that close from Jeez. going out of business. Yeah. It was literally keys were about to be put back through the letterbox. 
So, okay, yeah. So, I mean, how imagine how bad that'd be. You know, it's happened to Barry. Um, yeah, I just can't, I can't imagine, imagine how bad it'd be. It's just a, a whole huge chunk segment of your life just ripped apart, isn't it? Yeah, ripped out. Rather. And I wouldn't, and I wouldn't go and support. You can't, no. You can't, can you? No. No. Right. It just wouldn't be that affinity or that affection. No. I'd have just give up. I don't follow yeah, football. That I just happens. wouldn't. Yeah, I'd be neutral for everything. I might, I might follow England a bit more in the international scene but yeah. I wouldn't be going to to a Colchester or a West Ham or a Spurs or an Arsenal or anything like that <laughs> maybe I'd go and support a lower league I'd go and follow a lower yeah, league, non-league. support yeah. my local lower league non-league club yeah but yeah anyway let's go on to the main event then um, Marvin Ekpeteta is that it again? <laughs> Big Marv Big Marv yeah, that's right. his nickname Big Marv, Big Marv. yeah yeah. So hopefully I've, I've pronounced that correctly. So I've, I've just did a bit of some yeah. research on Wiki. Um, I noticed we'd, you'd signed him from East Thurrock United. Um, he's played right. seventy-four games for yourself, scoring six goals. Um, so it looks like he's a he was a regular player in your team. Was was he a mainstay of your squad for the last couple of seasons? Is that a fair comment? Yeah, absolutely. So he originally was picked up. So our chief scout's a guy called Steve Foster. And Steve scouted him when he was at Chelmsford City, an Essex-based club in the lower leagues. Um, and at Historic United is where we signed him from. Originally, we signed him and then loaned him straight I noticed back. that, yeah. After, yeah. after a few games, I think we got caught a bit short. So we recalled, we recalled him from his loan at Historic. I'm not sure how happy they were about that, but... But I think because I think they were either struggling, either either struggling or doing really well, so they could have done with him for either reason. Um, but anyway, so he came onto the bench uh, for us because we were short. Um, and as it turned out, he was a bit of a rough diamond, um, and with the right coaching, became good. He's six three, six four, six, four long six. limbs, long limbs, gangly, awkward to defend against, awkward to to attack against um, because he's quick. And he's long limbed, so he's already got that extra yard ahead of you. Um, What's he like in the air? I'm imagining good being yeah, that tall. Solid. Yeah, he, he's good. Not, not don't. Uh, see, we learned from some of the uh, awful signings that we've made in the past of six foot six, six foot seven guys that couldn't jump more than an inch off the ground. So it's not always a given that they could jump. Yet we had a guy called Scott McLeish who was five eight, five nine, who could jump well above six six, six eight. You know, he, he just had that leap in him. So I never take it that someone who's really tall can jump really high. But Marvin can. He's really good. He scored goals for us, comes up for corners. I was going to, yeah, I was going to say that. He's got a reasonably good goals record, hasn't he, for a centre-half? Is that is for that for headed goals from he corners, are they? Headed goals from corners, majority. But he can, he, he, he's, he's the type of defender that, like, that can come out from the back with the ball. That, that'll, so he's that, just I, a... Uh, that yeah, kind of um, it it, yeah, it, right. It ties in with um, we've got this manager called Neil Critchley. He was the uh, academy. He was in charge of the academy at Liverpool um, on the under twenty three side. So he's got the you know the the Liverpool way entrenched in him, and he's going to be playing this particular style of football. So it's interesting that you've just said that because I think he's going to be well playing the way Liverpool do to some extent. You know, obviously with uh, lesser players, but. He's got a certain type of player that he's after. Yeah, so do you think that's one of the reasons why he's he signed him? I think that's pretty crucial. I don't know. I don't know who Marvin's competition will be 
at Blackpool for that for one of those two spots or whether your man's we, playing we had lone players the and they've all gone so yeah It'll, I think it's normally three at the back isn't it the way Liverpool play so yeah yeah so whether so whether we in the National League um, we used to we sometimes played three at the back and he'd be the right side of that of those three um, so he's right footed then yeah he's right footed yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's comfortable on the ball. He can bring it out. He can head. He's good in the air. Um, this is all from a National League perspective, though, because he played a bit last season but then got injured. Right. And last season, he did struggle a bit. I don't want to do the guy a disservice, um, but he did struggle a bit in League Two. Part of me, and this might sound bitter, um, and I don't mean it to, but part of me thinks that to go from... So two and a half years ago, we signed him from East Thurrock. He plays in the National League, which is two steps below where you are now. Mm. He then plays part of a season with us in League Two, and now he's gone to League One. If Neil can coach him well, and he adapts well, which I'm sure he'd want to do if his family move up from London, because he's a London boy. Yeah, it's a big move, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, to go all the way up, up, out of the area where your family are. I mean, his brother's in Newport in Wales, so it's not exactly like they're all sort of tight, close together. Um, So... Time for a quick break in proceedings to say if you're enjoying this content and want to say thanks for the pods, please consider joining our Patreon support programme. Starting from the price of a pint per month, Patreon allows you to contribute towards our production cost gear. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Upgrades and our drinks tab at the dog. Your support will ultimately make the show bigger, better, and I like eating a tin of prunes more regular. You'll also get extra stuff in return, like all the podcasts before general release, backstage access to us and our guests, exclusive Patreon-only shows, and other random bits and pieces. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash pod to find out more and hopefully sign up. So, you know, if he's because he's got a new baby, so if his partner and his baby go up to, to Blackpool and they're living with him, that will help him settle and get his mind right and all the rest of it. Yeah. Um, he could. He he has great, great, great potential. So you do you, do you think he's going to be more of a? Would you expect him to step straight into the first team or maybe teeter around? That might be difficult. Do you think it's a step too far for difficult. him? Right, okay, that's interesting. It's it's going to be. In, it's an interesting sign of you. I personally think, and I know a lot of people do think that he would have been better off staying with us for another year and then moving. Learning your trade. Prove himself for another season yeah. in League Two and then look for that move. Now, look, he's a young man. He was out of contract. He's every right to have done what he's done because if a bigger club comes, you know, a, a bigger league placed, a higher <laughs> yeah. place, um, club in a higher league, a bigger club, come knocking, 
you'd be stupid to turn it down because you could break your leg in the first game of the season. You're never the same guy again mm. and you lose that opportunity at League Two, you know? And then you never get that League One and you never know where your career, what might have been. Um, so I can't blame him for that. Um, but I can't help but also think at the same time from a developmental perspective that he would have been better off with another season in League Two and then going up yeah. to League One. Yeah. Um, so, but that that's just me. Like we did with Macaulay Bond. We took him from Colchester. Um, we were in the National League. So we dropped one or two leagues down um, to come to us in the National League. To, you know, kind of a step back to then come forward. And then we've ended up selling him to Charlton for a quarter of a million quid who had just got promoted from League One into the Championship. Right, okay. He's, he's doing great great things at Charlton right. so he kind of took a step back for a couple of years and then took three steps forward and he's adapted perfectly well right, okay. so I think if, if your manager can coach him right and give him the support and put a slightly more experienced pro next to him talking to him coaching him through games I think you've got the makings of a brilliant brilliant long term signing excellent so that leads into my, one of my later questions um I'll bring that in now because it's related to what you've just said there. So do you, do you think he's got the uh, the raw talent and ability to make it at the, the upper levels of the football in Pyramid Championship, maybe even Premier League one day? I, I'm not sure if the league's in reach. That's probably not to discredit him mm. in any way, but he's 24 now, nearly 25, yeah, I think. You need to be kicking um, on, don't you, at this age? Yeah. You kind of need to be at the top end of yeah. the championship now. Um, so yes, was he August '95? So he's going to be 25 next month. I kind of think that the Premier League, he's not doing it. I don't think he's going to be the next Jamie Vardy, you know, but in the defensive mould. Um, but I, I think if he's coached right, you're, you said your your guy's ex Liverpool, so he's obviously got that culture about him of, of what he's learned. Ex Leighton Orient, Alex Inglethorpe is the head of academy at, at, at Liverpool so he's he's obviously learned well what, um, say that again sorry what was that the head of the academy is Alex Inglethorpe right at, at Orient at Liverpool and he's ex-Orient right okay right so maybe there's a bit of a a link there right yeah it's starting to fit maybe together now tenuous I don't know yeah. But yeah so Alex Inglethorpe is an ex-Orient striker okay. um, and he's involved at Liverpool so who knows? I mean, Liverpool helped us out when we were playing Fylde. Um, they, they hosted us at Melwood, allowed us to train there, um, use the facilities there, and that's all thanks to Alex Inglethorpe. And when we had Northwest games, they allowed us to, to use their facilities. Um, complete sidetrack, back on track. Um, I think if, if your main coach is him right, I think, as I say, if he gets the right pros next to him that are a bit more experienced that can coach him through, like we did with Josh Coulson, at the back with him helping him through games to, to iron out the rickets and the mistakes. I, I think I, I think Marvin will do extremely well right, for you. Okay, well, that's good to see. Um, good to hear, rather. Just, just to say as well, just to get it in there, just b- before I forget, he's not the first signing in recent time that you've made from Leighton Orient either. Armand Nandwale. Well, did we sign him from Orient? Well. Did we really? Did we get him from, uh, from Orient? Wow. Yeah. Do you know... <laughs> I think it was during the the, the, the troubles during the Oyston era when we signed him. Yeah. So I, yes. I completely lost all interest in, you know, transfers coming in and out. But yeah, what a season he's just had. So he's... Has he done well? Yeah, oh yeah. Um, again, he's he's one of these other uncut diamond types, but he scored... Yeah. He was our top scorer last season. He scored a lot of goals and he, he really came into his own last season. So he's obviously a big target man, but 
he's added yeah. goals from all over the pitch this season, left foot, right foot, just coming in, taking players on, going past players, smashing them in. Um, yeah. it, it does help. We've got a winger called Liam Feeney, and um, he's a he's a right winger, and he puts so many best one of the best cross of the balls I've ever seen, and he's created so many goals for our man that I, I don't think he'll score as many goals this season. But he has rumoured to be going to Charlton or Cardiff, so we offered him a new. Is he really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's off. Because how many goals did he score? Let's have a look. 25 and yeah. 23 games yeah. for you. I just looked it up. And right. he, got, he got four in 18 for us. So one in three for you and one in four from us. It's not bad considering the time and period that he signed for us as well. When was he playing um, for you then? Um, during the 15, your troubles? Right, okay. What was he during like? Do you remember him? Yeah. I do a little bit. Yeah. I, th- I think a lot of the players got a bad rap in that time um, because of the troubles off the pitch. I don't think people truly understood what was yeah. actually going on at the All time. Right. Uh, but you look back on it, he scored four in 18, which is just over, what, what four and a quarter games uh, to a goal, which... Playing in a troubled team. It's how not, we yeah. Were, yeah, it's not bad. It's not a bad record. Yeah. Uh, but pleased that he went on to do well. I, I, you know, it, there's no negative feeling from, from, from us to him, as far as I know. Yeah, um, I, I think it's, it's weird because... isn't he? So that makes sense. Yeah, it, it's strange because it's, you know you're losing that many goals from a team, normally everyone's going to be very upset, but because we've got our new owner now, and we've got, I don't think he'll fit into this, the style of play that Neil Critchell will be playing, and I th- that's kind of been a reason why they've been reasonably easy just to let his contract go and let him run out. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he gets on wherever he goes anyway. so mm. Yeah, so just a couple more quick questions before we go. Um, go for it. What's, what's his temperament like, Marvin? Is he a cool, calm, oh. collected character? Is he calm? Okay. Yeah, he is. Yeah, from what we've seen, I mean, everyone's got a bit of fire in their belly. That's the mm. competitive edge of the football player that, that you that, that you get. Um, but with Marv, I mean, I mean, he stands at six foot four. I mean, if you're five foot six or five foot seven, you know, you, you don't really want to go toe to toe with Marv. To be honest <laughs> yeah. with you. Um, so, but but again, I can, you know, you're a bit more cultured in League One than you are in some of the League Two and the National League guys. So, mm. you know, you got players kicking you, doing the old dirty tricks, the time wasting, the, you know, the pathetic stuff that you don't get to see in League One and League Two so much. But no, he he's a calm, he's a placid guy, very polite, very well mannered, um, decent human being. Right, that's that's good to hear. So. So finally, you've got a really cracking sign in there. We're gutted that Marvin left. He's had a contract on the table with us since last year that literally, as far as I know, doubled his money for this season and next season from what he was on before. Um, We tried to get him to tie down to a two-year deal. He didn't sign it and he's gone on a free. We're gutted, to be honest with you. Um, We thought having plucked him out of non-league and given him that break that we would at least, as a thank you, got a few quid out of it you know even if 25 grand mm. you know nothing major but just a few quid to say cheers guys thanks very much but it's a way of the world isn't it the agent agents that do the talking yeah right? yeah so you've answered you've answered your own question now i was just going to say well you'd be sad to see him go so that's a yeah a resounding yeah because yeah we are but he's not irreplaceable um you know we we've got We've got um, Jamie Turley contracted to next season, who's very good. We've got Josh Coulson contracted to next season. They're both right, right-sided right centre-backs alongside our youth product, Dan Happy. So actually, it, it, it's not the end of the world. We are. We would have rather had him stay, but it's not the end of the world. We, you know, we'll be okay. Yeah, right, okay. Well, well thanks a lot for that, Paul. Uh, really good insight. Um, 
best of luck for next season. I'll be looking out for your results. Hopefully you get back up in the third division where I think you belong up there and maybe higher. And uh, yeah, hope, hope all the best and we'll speak to you soon. Yeah, thanks. Right. You. Hope, hope you uh, move on up the league. Right, yeah. you, can, you can watch out for Marv's progress. I'll let you know how he's going. No, we will. Yeah. Absolutely right. will. We always try to keep an eye on XO players yeah. and see how they're getting on. Yeah. We wish him every success at the end of the day. It's a short-lived career and he's got to do the best that he can by himself yeah. and his family and play at the highest level and earn the most amount of money because in five or ten years' time, that could be it. Yeah. So he's got to. He's got to. It, yeah. it's, it's football, it's business, it's, it's how it is. So, Happens to us all, doesn't it? We lose our best players for, yeah. for nothing and, yeah for nothing yeah because it's in their best interest so but no good luck and, and, and hope to see you guys moving up you know that I think our affinity for each other will always be there and because of the connection we've now got so yeah yeah. wish you guys nothing but success alright thanks a lot Paul pleasure cheers mate see you later bye just a few quick messages before you head off I'd just like to ask if you haven't already to please leave us a rating and a review on iTunes it helps the show grow gain more exposure so if you go to seasiderspodcast.co.uk forward slash review that'll redirect you to the iTunes review site so if you could do that that'd be greatly appreciated just to make you aware you can listen to this show on all major podcast platforms including Spotify Pocket Casts and Google Podcasts And if you're not listening to this on a podcast app, I highly encourage you to do so because it is the best way to listen because you get them sent automatically. If you're on social media, we are on there. So please do give us a follow. If you're not doing so already, we're on Facebook, Twitter and YouTube. Seasiders Pod is my handle. So I'm sure if you search for that or just Seasiders Podcast, you'll find us on there. So if social media is not your thing, we do have an email list. So if you want to sign up to that, you'll get an email whenever we do release a new show. So go to seasiderspodcast.co.uk forward slash email and sign up there. And finally, if you do enjoy what we're doing here and you want to chip in a few quid every month to help pay for our production costs and gear upgrades, please consider joining our Patreon supporter program where you'll get lots of exclusive content and services in return. So head on over to seasiderspodcast.co.uk forward slash support to find out more. Right, I promise that's the last you'll hear from me. See you on the next pod. Over and out. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.